It's 2018, and I guess we're back. This is the Kane Train. I'm <coughs> Gibby Kane. Oh, Sorry. Jesus. Sorry. Nice timing. And I'm Pat Kane. I was about to say something, then like yeah. my throat kind of locked up. Yeah, you bit. just kind of ruined the whole thing, didn't you? Nah, man, we nailed it. Mm-hmm. Just after a couple to eight, hey, after a few weeks, we're going to be a little rusty from podcasting. It's you know been, I mean? been a while. We've tried. We've tried doing it a couple times. Uh-huh. And now I think this is the this is the one. This wow, is the one you're coming take. You're coming clean, huh? You're telling everybody. Telling everybody the truth. Truth is out there and it's you right know, here. You've noticed I've done that though several times. Like, what? When we've started the pod that I've said, Well, we've tried to do this so many times before or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Here we, and it's okay. It's okay to suck. And yet, here we are, still trying. Um, yeah, we got like 20 minutes in, and then we were like, we need to restart. Well, when you co- talk about just how to make coffee for all that time, I know I just had to I pull the plug. I knew it started sucking, but I was like looking at my vantage point now. We rearranged the apartment to now be more conducive for podcasting, but it faces That's right. We've changed our lives. We've changed <clears throat> everything about our lives to make it more approachable for you as, as an audience, as listeners. And for us. Mostly us. Yeah. Mostly us. Uh, the holidays are over. Bye. Girl, bye. Bye, bitch. Um, never want to see that again. And, uh, I conquered the shit out of a Nancy Drew game, so you could say my ego's pretty big right now. And I wasted all of yesterday playing Fallout 4, a game I've already played. (laughs) We're doing God's work. We're doing the Lord's work. And... Speaking of the holidays, we came back with a new little trinket from Mama Kane, and it's the game is called Five Second Rule, but in this format, I'm going to just ignore all the rules like I do with most games. Well, here's the thing. I play it the way I want to. I'm looking at the clock, because we we're recording the show, so I know time, Yeah. so I'll see if I can answer these. Yeah? Within five seconds. All right. And any, anybody will know. Well, maybe not, because it'll, maybe I can appear edited, but I will promise this is the raw cut. This is how long it takes me. I think you're going to be okay. I picked some pretty easy ones, just in case I had to do them. Okay. Name three things you can't resist. Um, oh my god, this one's... Five seconds are up. Uh, You fucking blew it. Wow. Wow, really? <laughs> you could name three naked celebrities, but you couldn't name three things you can't it's resist. because now I'm thinking about it too much. You have to have that raw, unfiltered kind of like, oh, that that sucked. Here we go. I seriously, we did this, and I nailed it through like three times in a row. I could do, I did three cards in a row. How about this? We'll, right. we'll try it again and, you know, get your shit together. All right, I'm going to close my eyes. Name three things you do on your wedding night. Fuck, eat, drink. All right. See, I didn't have any trouble with that one. That was like two seconds. Yeah, basically. All right. You can't, you can't like put too much explanation. It almost has to be, everything has to be one word. What? Like your responses to oh. the questions for it to like be a safe bet. Yeah, they're, they're supposed to be only one word. Oh, okay. Like in three separate words. You'll like this one, Pat. This one goes out to you, Pat. Name three uses for your fingers. Um, wiping your ass, eating, and fingering. I don't know if that first one counts, but since I've thrown out the rules, sounds good to me. 
So gross. Pat, <laughs> this one's also dedicated to you. Name three nicknames for your butt. Ass butt. Oh, ah, fuck. butt. You fucked up. Ass butt. No. I did this one in my head a minute ago. And what'd you say? Ass rear baggage. Ass rear baggage. That sounds like a name of a movie. A porno movie. A porno movie? Ass rear baggage. Ass rear baggage. <laughs> Gross. That would be... At the the <laughs> ass from the ass series. Comes. You asked for it. You asked for it. The final in the ass saga. Rear baggage. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a... It's like a knockoff James Stewart. And like rear window is the... It's like the concept there was a show it. on adult swim that was really shittily animated but the concept was funny and i think would be good for a revival yeah Ousie mcgee he was just like an ass <laughs> detective <laughs> so funny so good but the animation sucked it was so awful but i think it could it's like the content's there you can make a good show so any of you uh studio execs listening i got a good pitch for an Ousie mcgee revival pat's ready Let's do one more, just for the hell of it. All right. Name three things you can cover in chocolate. Um, nipples, strawberries, <laughs> and pie. That was pretty good. And pie? I don't think you can. I guess. I guess you yeah, can. Yeah, you can have pie over can. top of a like a like a. I'm thinking a Great British Baking Show. Oh yeah. And then do the uh, like the mirror glaze, uh-huh. chocolate mirror glaze. Dude, love oh, me man, a good chocolate go mirror. Susie cakes today. You fucked it up, dude. I know. All right. I guess I guess it's enough of that shit. But listen, listen in, tune in, because there'll be more of of this weird game. Turn on. It might get really offensive. I read one card. It said name three lesbians. So, I don't know. We'll see. What if I out somebody on this show? I don't know if that's gonna happen. Of all the people we know, I I don't feel like, like that's Jody likely. Remember when Foster got outed? She was real pissed. Is she a lesbian? Yeah. She has like a. What was she, she upset like about? Life. She's pissed that people were like talking about it. Well. She's like, my personal life should be nobody's business. Well, sweetheart, everybody's talking about everybody's personal life. That's called human interest. We're all annoyed by it, but we all do it, anyways. I have a shit ton of articles. I don't know about you, but I have something to start us off with. Sure, you can start. Oh, sorry, I didn't know you were bored. I guess I cannot. I zoned you... out. Sorry. Yeah, I noticed. Do you what? How many articles you got? Three. Who how you many do you get? have? <laughs> Three. We'll we'll just go for. We're, we're trying to shoot for an hour, so we, I don't think we. I don't think it matters. I guess we have three. Yeah, we have three. Okay. I'll read mine. Mine comes from consumerreports.org. Liquid laundry detergent pods pose lethal risk for adults with dementia. So apparently people with dementia are eating those little laundry detergent pods that you get from Tide. Yeah. Are they spitting them out immediately? I don't think so. I think they're actually consuming them. One day, last May, an 87-year-old woman named Edith was rushed to the hospital in a small Texas town after she was found slumped over and unresponsive at her home where she lived with her son and daughter-in-law. The woman, who suffered from dementia, had eaten two liquid laundry detergent packets. She died two days later. I'm not surprised, though. Those things are... If you don't know what you're looking... They look kind of tasty. Like, I get it. They look like candy. 
it's it is, not food. But it does look like candy. And it is confusing to just about anybody how that shit works. It doesn't taste good. Well, it tastes no. like soap. That is true. When I'd say the F word, my mom would put soap in my mouth. That was a punishment. Same. Are they swallowing them whole? Yeah, they're eating them. They're consuming them. Edith's is one of eight deaths related to ingesting liquid laundry packets in the U.S. between 2012 and early 2017 that have been reported to the Consumer Product Safety Commission. Two of the cases were young children and six were adults with dementia. Caregivers and children of seniors should be aware that ingestion of the contents of certain liquid laundry packets had led to serious and even tragic incidents, says Patty Davis, press secretary for the CPSC. Water, wet hands, and even saliva can dissolve the packets and release the highly concentrated liquid. Liquid laundry detergent packets are squishy like playthings and colorful like candy, which helps explain why children can be drawn to them. Not long after, Tide Pods debuted on a television commercial during the Academy Awards in 2012, promoting a new product category. Consumer reports began calling on manufacturers to make liquid packets safer. CR's advice to consumers has been to keep laundry packets out of the households where children under six old years old may be present. And although some manufacturers have made some changes to the packaging and product itself, POTS continue to pose serious health risks. Now it's clear that kids aren't the only ones vulnerable to pot as a population. Slide the bar to pick out the pods. Consumer reports learned that pod-related deaths through Freedom of Information Act requested that we filed earlier this year with CPSC. CR discovered Edith's name through further reporting, but chose to withhold her last name as interest of her family's privacy. According to the information we received from CPSC, Edith had seemed to find... Uh, during, seemed fine during lunch, just a few hours before she was found. The first clues as to what happened came when her daughter-in-law returned home from the hospital to collect a few things. She found that the pungent smell of laundry detergent filled Edith's bedroom, and a new container of liquid laundry detergent packets had been opened. Several of the pink pods were missing. Edith, who had been known to mistake objects for candy, had eaten them. So apparently this was like a common thing for specifically Edith. The medical examiner ruled her death an accident. Ingestion of laundry detergent was listed as a cause. Oh man, can you imagine? It's like, it's like you find out what your future is going to be. Just like some odd chance you manage to find out what your future is and you find out like how you're going to die. And it just cuts to you eating a laundry detergent packet as like an old person. And you're just like, fuck. Dude, what the hell? All that. And that, and that's what happens. I, something incredibly stupid and utterly preventable. So frustrating. Six, and it's because your mind just uh, has turned on you. Yeah. Six of the eight deaths, that including sucks. Edis, involved pods manufactured by Procter and Gamble, according to the CPSC reports. P&G's laundry packets are the industry's biggest sellers, with its Tide pods as sibling brands representing 79% of the market, according to IRI, a Chicago-based market research firm. We are aware of accidental ingestions related to our laundry detergent packs among adults with previously diagnosed dementia. Elizabeth Kinney, P&G's senior communications manager for North America Fabric Care, told CR. We are deeply saddened by this and have taken action to understand and help prevent these types of incidents. But I don't really know, Elizabeth, what you exactly can do besides just changing the, the overall thing and just completely... Well, the inherent thing is, like, keep it out of reach of kids, obviously. Because kids will eat anything that looks like candy, but in the case of like an elderly person with dementia, it's like, yeah, you. I mean, you can I don't know what you. It. I don't know what you're. I guess you put it. The pods that we have, we we use dishwashing pods, but they don't look like candy. They look like fucking 
dishwashing soap and pack and kind of anything looks like candy to me i'll be honest does that look like candy i guess yeah that candle could look like a big thing of white chocolate but would you take a bite out of it i could i'd prefer not to but apparently sales of laundry pots totaled $1.2 billion over a recent 12-month period, according to IRI, and accounted for 17% of all laundry detergent sales. So they're a hit, and they're doing really well financially. They're and a hit. as an invention, they're pretty handy. It's just, well, adults with dementia, I guess. You're going to have a few casualties when it comes to laundry pots. You know, if you're going to sell that many, it's going to happen. I mean, people die from the dumbest shit all the time, too. I mean, I guess I'm not, like, shocked by that any of this. That kind of tasty, that soft food, that toy. Yeah, that toy looks very tasty. Some stuff does look like candy. Yeah, if you really think about it. Have you ever heard that thing that pe- things that aren't edible but look good means you have like a vitamin deficiency? Well, look at Chichi. He licks everything and he's deficient of all things that would signify him as a, as a life form. When I got done running last week, sometime last week, I got done running and Chichi like came up to me and licked a particularly sweaty part of my leg. He likes the salt. He was so grossed out, though. He went, like, he made a face, like, he, he made grimaced. a face, like, he was, like, too salty. His, if he could throw up, he would. He would have thrown up. Um, apparently, so I'll just go through some reported cases of all the people who have died from consuming it. A 15-month-old boy visiting his grandmother in New Jersey managed to reach a container of laundry oh packets God. on top of the washer and ate one. He died of poisoning three days later. So these are hella toxic. In Ohio, of course, a new pouch of laundry pods was left on a kitchen counter where a 67-year-old man with dementia discovered it. He opened up the Ziploc-style package, chewed on five pods, and ate the same day. Jesus. Which you really gotta wonder, like, was there any point where he said the taste was just like... It tastes like fucking soap. A 78-year-old woman with advanced Alzheimer's living with her son in Tennessee ate laundry packets one day in 2012. She died several weeks later of respiratory failure and chemical pneumonia, among other medical conditions. Good lord. And in all six of the adult deaths, the victims suffer from dementia. So, how about that? Do we have an ant problem? Are they coming in? They're They're all over, like, that corner right there. They're all over. I don't know what's gotten into them. We get them during this time, it seems, every year. Yeah. It might be the uh, cat food. Is there? Do they look like they're over there? Yeah, Sorry. there are a few over there, and they're, they're probably coming under the rug. Well, don't worry. I'll slaughter them. I'll I guess just... we, need to, we need to store Chi-Chi's food. Oh, right? my God. They're all over the cat food. That's great. Yeah, prob- that's probably what they're eating. That's why we can't leave out his food in a big, big amount. God damn it. All right. We'll deal with it later that's probably why they're all here we'll clean it out we'll clean it out later yeah jesus holy fuck there's legions of them yeah there's a lot so we'll just take (laughs) the cat food holy shit it's like moving Mm mm-hmm fuck it that's the one thing about california is like there's fucking you leave a little bit of food out you'll get a shit ton of ants well, um, and that's and that's sad information from Consumer Reports. Yeah, thanks, babe. Well, it's interesting though because it's like you don't you don't think about the individuals who eat laundry detergent. You really don't. You only think no, about like don't. kids. It's just accidental kid deaths, but it's actually not. There's a lot of adults with dementia who are dying from thinking that they're candy. You would think that the taste itself though would like. But but that's like what happens when your brain like you know turns on you like I said like with dementia yeah. you maybe like can't ima- you know you just can't imagine it like 
but maybe it maybe it does taste good to somebody whose brain is like rewiring itself. Maybe I couldn't tell you. Maybe they've convinced themselves it's candy so much it tastes sweet or something. <laughs> they are pretty though. Those little don't tide pockets. Don't eat laundry. Pretty, pots. but don't eat them. I saw people tweeting about it, and it's just like I don't understand. But now it makes more sense when it comes to like somebody with mental illness. Yeah, I saw I saw somebody in their store was talking about like the tide challenge or some shit, which I don't really know what that is, but. It, something to do with the... It, it has something to do with the pods. So, yeah, anyways. So here is... Uh, this is interesting. This is from Popular Science. What to do if you're in a crowd of panicking people? What do you think, Gibby? What would you do? What, if, if everybody around me is panicking? Yeah, what do you do? Can I leave? Well, that's the goal. But basically, <laughs> don't panic. Yeah, can I just leave and not panic? That's the... It's something that's easier said than done. Kind of like when it comes to, you know... Oh, you mean like don't, Hawaii? Don't eat, don't eat trans fats, but you're at you're on the road and you're surrounded by McDonald's and you're like, I need to eat food. Is this like a missile crisis that is a false alert? So that's the reason why I bring it up is because uh-huh. I, I thought this would be interesting because of the Hawaii alert. Somebody pressed the wrong button and people in Hawaii probably thought they were going to fucking die. Yeah. Somebody during a shift change? Yeah. You got everybody knows about that. If you yeah. don't, it, it was it was big news. Like if you don't, you Saturday probably live under a fucking rock. On December eleventh, twenty seventeen, a pipe bomb detonated at the Port Authority bus station in New York City. Five people were injured from the blast, but no one was seriously harmed in a quick evacuation that followed. That's not always the case. In two thousand five, reports of bomber and of a bomber in Baghdad left nine hundred and sixty people crushed to death on a bridge. Ooh. Isn't that fucked up? That's so sad. A 2015 stampede in Mina, Saudi Arabia, the city where pilgrims stay while visiting the holy site Mecca, killed 800. What? I mean, that's like a stampede you think of like horses or animals. That's like human beings. A human... Wait, hold on. Let me unpack that. Well, you see, Matt, you know, the like the Dome of the Rock? Well, like, I've seen people that, that like big, trample. But, but it's like when the Muslims go to that site they're just constantly swirling around the dome you know the the holiest place in islam is that that big square in the dome of the rock and due to a a stampede like a black friday stampede people died at some maybe not in there particular particularly but maybe there was like a maybe something somebody said something and it just caused a how ironic that's a fuck ton of people that's a lot of people. In 1989, 100 people died to a cra- to a crowd rush, to due to crowd crush during a soccer match in Sheffield, England. Have you seen that? I think I've seen video of that. What? The stands actually fucking just collapsing. Oh God! Somebody, I hope, got fired. But while it may be easier said than done, experts say the best thing to do in these situations situations is to take a deep breath and try to think logically. Researchers study these incidents as well as the ways to, of that large groups of people normally behave in order to understand how to design public spaces. They want to make stadiums and bus stations that are safe and f- efficient as possible. Ionis Karamuzas, a computer scientist at Clemson University, <coughs> researches how people norm- move normally and when an outside stressor like a loud sound or gruesome view causes them to panic. Pedestrians usually keep a general awareness of the people surrounding them, though they may not seem true while the casual walker gets shoved in the street. 
we are constantly calculating how fast the people around us are moving and in what direction they're going in. Pedestrians become more and more uncomfortable as collision looms. You don't want to bump into other people, says Karamuzis. For example, people who are moving quickly will tend to drift towards the outside of the sidewalk to avoid crashing into the loafers in front of them. I always do that. Just like yeah. weaving around mailboxes and streetlights because fucking people are slow as shit. We all collaborate to create, to create mostly crash-free pedestrian venues, even if we don't make eye contact. Humans still follow this principle in more crowded situations. Think of a live concert. People are always looking for a slightly more open space in front of them, though the best music quality is usually where the sound engineer sits. Mm -hmm. the, this leads to the wave pattern of movement as everyone fills in the empty space and squishes closer and closer together. The situation escalates when there are no longer gaps to move around. And the external stressors mentioned above, like explosions or violent arguments, compound the issue. People become more aggressive and are no longer afraid of running into others. They are filled in the available free space in whatever direction they're trying to go, probably away from the, dis the disaster. They begin to move chaotically, desperately trying to find free space. Like cattle. Yep. When, the, when both density and anxiety is high, accidents happen. You are trying to find some air, says Karamuzis. You don't care if you hit somebody. Researchers are reluctant to give explicit advice about how to behave in emergency situations since it's hard to proselytize without knowing the exact situation. But G. Keith Still, a professor of crowd science in Manhattan, Manchester Metropolitan University, says that if a person can calm down for even a few moments to assess this situation, they have a better chance of survival. His student researchers have noticed a rise in injuries due to perceived threats rather than actual threats, and still thinks that that might be due to the enhanced collective sensitivity to danger. Increasingly, we are all violent when we all see violent events daily on the internet and television, we're primed to assume the worst and panic. People running without thinking that has been caused people running without thinking that has been the cause of many different serious injuries lately, he says. Assess, don't react. It might only take a few seconds to change your outcome. Think about it like in terms of a movie, like when you uh, see like a da a disaster movie. Yeah. The hero is always the one like that stops and like looks around at like what's happening. Yeah. And then all the extras are running around him. Just think that way. I know it's like I remember my uh, I remember we were living in downtown Columbus, and that cannon was always going off. Oh yeah. So, or the fucking alarm on Wednesdays. Well, people would people may panic, but it's like, oh, it's two, it's the first Tuesday of the month. They always test the the alarms. I think maybe when you're it's new, you freak out. But after, but but like, I remember seeing that cannon going off, and like, people were freaking the fuck out. But then they'd like look over to this. If you're in, I shot at the state house. It's hard, though, when, like, an explosion happens, you're like, well, fucking we're going to die and you're going to run. I think there's, um, I think <clears throat> that there is a personality type that handles those situations better than other personality types. I think some people are better in moments of, of strong chaos 
and are able to to be rational in those in those high panic situations and i think some people just don't possess like i think some people are just responsive as fuck like some people just can't yeah can't do it like they try as they might they cannot be like rational thinkers in moments of i think it's best just to avoid like crowded i just don't like crowds anyway i don't like going to shows because i don't like the potential of being shot by somebody like by some lone gunman why i wasn't even thinking that i'm thinking like i remember i went to a uh i went to go see this band cursive open for this band alkaline trio Mm -hmm. and i don't like alkaline trio they kind of suck but they were the headlining band but i really wanted to see cursive and the crowd was fine during cursive and i was like cool thankfully i was on the balcony yeah I saw these people in the front of the venue just getting smashed. Like, Ooh. they had no fucking choice. Well, they had a choice. They could have turned. And then I saw, like, certain smart people were just, like, the crowd would just wave and just crash into the front of the stage. And you'd just be, like, saw these, like, small, young 20s, like, women. Like, getting obliterated by, like, these giant dudes behind them. Remember that show we saw, the tobacco show? Oh, yeah. I was holding onto the bar for dear life. I was trying to get away yeah, from it. Yeah, I was it. like, I had a, a fucking huge issue with that. I, it was, like, a good show, but everybody was so fucking obnoxious. That it was a good show. That guy in front of me was so obnoxious. Then that one guy behind me decided to spill his beer on me. I was like, mother... Apparently, Fucker. That's like a thing. I remember when I, t- I, I, my friend was like, "Oh, I would, n- I like that music, but I would never go to those shows. Those cr- fans are bad." I'm like, "Well, maybe that's just like the show you went to, but no, their their fans fucking all suck." You just have to know, I guess, who you the fans are. Know. Yeah, but that's another thing. I just fucking hate. I wasn't, shows. but my thing was like, I'm not going to a metal show. Like, if I went to a metal show, I would have an expectation. Remember, have no every time I've been to a fucking metal show, everybody's been a delight. Sometimes it depends on the show. I mean, from my experiences that I've been to, everybody was just an absolute just delight. a bunch of guys, like, trying to be tough at, at those shows. Nobody was doing any dumb shit, like, knocking into me with their beer, so I appreciated it. I have no... I'm, like... I kind of... I did that shit when I was younger, like, going to concerts and stuff, but I'm just, like... Yeah, don't you don't go out, do you? <laughs> well, I go to, like, get food. I'll go to a bar. <laughs> I'll, I'll get something out of it. Yeah. I just like to not be fucked with. I think that's a reasonable request. I like enjoying music in my home. Yeah. And movies in my home. Yeah. And, like, seeing other people in very small groups. I I don't go out to... I mean, shit, man. The only shows I seem to go to willingly are, like, podcast live performances. Seems to be the only thing I do anymore. Really? Yeah, I can't think of the last show I've been to. I think that was it. We went to what? The Sawin Gala. Oh yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and they reposted my photo, but it's, I'm not. I'm not gonna brag. It's not a big deal. I'm not gonna brag about it. I could, but I'm not going to. You kind of are. I'm not going to. So that's uh, that's that one. Do you have another one? I do. Uh, turning it back a little bit more. Look, that's fucked up, and I. Crowd science is interesting. I think it's kind of. It's like. Group mentality is a very compelling science, psychologically speaking. I just, yeah, I'm, I'm of the advice, don't put yourself in any... New York's awesome, but don't go to New York. I'm happy, yeah. Talk about it's moving in a herd. everywhere. God. you fucking go. Everybody's just trying to get privacy, but can't. Um, man, that makes me think of my old commute on the 405. 
That's another. Yeah, I'm that's happy a crowd to be. Situation. I was always. But every, you're in a car. Every time I was on the 405, it feels very similar because people are just getting into accidents all over the place because they're panicking. Um, it. I always, whenever I was driving that route, I would think of myself like in like an end of the world, apocalyptic scenario where there's like a giant monster or natural occurrence that's destroying the highway in front of me and then what I would do or like a giant flood of zombies like coming through the cars I always would put myself in that position because it'd be gridlocked there'd be nowhere for me to go I'd be like watching it happen and there'd always be some asshole honking behind me so I knew that the likelihood of me being able to dodge it would be pretty good if I just like slumped down and hit a little bit but anyways that's neither here nor there. How I deal with traffic is summed up in one. Um, so my article comes from the LA Times. Uh, Riverside County officials on Thursday unveiled a possible $400 million remedy for some of what ails the shrinking Salton Sea. Record high salinity levels, die-offs of fish, fewer birds, and an immense bathtub ring of smelly playa, playa prone to toxic dust storms. The so-called North Lake Vision, proposed by Riverside County Supervisor Manuel Perez, calls for creation of an in-lake barrier or dam in the north end of the sea that would be filled with enhanced flows from the Whitewater River to create what he describes as a 4,200-acre healthy lake within a much larger, not-so-healthy one. Interesting. By way of comparison, the proposed North Lake in the desert would be roughly twice the size of the Big Bear Lake, which supports several popular alpine resort communities in the San Bernardino Mountains, about 138 miles to the northwest. The plan, pending approval by the Riverside County Board of Supervisors, would be subsidized with taxes generated by a bond measure that may be presented to voters within a year, officials said. So they're moving fast. They have to move fast because basically it's once it's gone, it's gone, and then it's just a big bowl of toxic-ass dust that makes its way across the fucking country, really. Yeah. How it's do not you... A small, it's not a small, like, basin. It's fucking big. No. It's super toxic. It's incredibly toxic, and that dust is already moving around. Oh, that shit is stanky. Shout out to Palm Springs for being so patient about this whole thing. How do you know your Southern California Cuban restaurant is making... Oh. Yep. Sorry. Just read part of an advertisement that I didn't get rid of. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. Perez's proposal grew out of frustration and anger over seemingly endless disputes with the state over its inability to complete Salton Sea restoration projects, even as environmental conditions steadily deteriorate at California's largest, most troubled lake. Shout out to the fucking baby boomers for really making this a, an issue with their bullshit. I haven't seen any meaningful action on behalf of the state to try and implement any of the plans it has proposed over the past 20 years, Perez said. Our proposal is an attempt to salvage what we can of Riverside County's portion of the Salton Sea. While the North Lake vision is no cure for worsening problems elsewhere in the Salton Sea, he added, our hope is that the state will take a hard look at our efforts and prioritize their own projects. The state projects are regarded as the first phase of a proposed long-term Salton Sea restoration program. They include building a series of ponds and water transfer systems across about 29,000 acres, mostly on the southern end of the Sierra Sea, an Imperial County official said. In 2016, the state legislator 
approved 80.5 million for salt and sea projects, but critics point out that it remains unclear how the state plan will be funded and whether the state can be held accountable if it fails to make good on its commitments to protect public health and habitat at the 360 square mile lake straddling Riverside and Imperial counties, which I don't understand. Like, how wouldn't that be their fault? Officials said state, federal, regional, tribal, and philanthropic agencies would continue to seek funding in their long-term efforts to protect air quality and wildlife at the Salton Sea at an estimated cost of as much as $8 billion. If we clean up the north end of the Salton Sea, it will only grow as a unique asset in the Coachella Valley. And you know how much we love Chow Chow. Brian Nestande, Deputy Executive Officer for Riverside County, said... And it will thrive as a fantastic place to go kayaking, bird watching, and fishing, as well as hiking in stark desert terrain. The Riverside County Board of Supervisors is expected within a few months to decide whether to create an enhanced infrastructure finance district to fund the North Lake proposal. If approved, county voters in that district could, within a year, be presented with a bond measure aimed at funding the project, officials said. Perez acknowledged that there are still a lot of unknowns in his proposal, including exactly who owns water rights to water Whitewater River, flows out of San Ber Ber God damn, Bernardino Mountains, and whether sediment at the bottom of the Salton Sea can support a huge structure. The Imperial Irrigation District was unavailable for comment, but Andy Horn, Deputy Executive Director for Imperial County, expressed cautious optimism. They've been in similar proposals floated in the past, Horn said, but they can demonstrate its workable concept more power to them. The Salton Sea was formed accidentally in 1905, if you don't know, which I think we've covered before, when the Colorado River breached its banks. One of the most important wetlands along the Pacific Flyway, it supports nearly 90% of the nation's American white pelicans and 90% of its eared creeks. Yep. Of the nation's like, oh, I guess that's one kind they're, of pelican. Yeah, white pelicans. But with little, little water flowing in, salinity levels continue to rise and are now at about 59 parts per thousand, Federal Reclamation Authority said. By comparison, the salinity levels of the Pacific Ocean is about 35 parts per thousand. How much do you think it would take to for you to drink some of it? I mean, how much salinity or how much money? Money. Billions. Cause Billions? I really don't want to. Drink a glass of that of the Salton Sea. No, I would never. He just held up to me like 16 ounces. That has made the lake inhospitable to tilapia, the primary food source for migrating birds, which is all about stopped reproducing because of the high salinity levels. They like, they, they create fish, more fish, and then those fish previously immediately die, and then those fish live long enough to create more fish, and then they immediately die. It's, yeah, it's like a vicious It's cycle. so sad. Visiting bird populations are a fraction of what they once were. The latest political trouble at the Salton Sea began in 2003 when the state legislator promised to slow the shrinking of the lake as part of a successful effort to persuade the Imperial Irrigation District to sell some of its water to San Diego. The agreement allowed the Imperial Irrigation District to stop directing water into the Salton Sea at the end of 2017. Now, with even less fresh water entering lakes, critics worry that the toxic brew of salt laced with pesticides and particulates, small enough to be dangerous to human health, will be picked up by the wind and dispersed throughout the neighboring Imperial and Coachella valleys and beyond. We don't have all the answers, Perez says, but our proposal is doable and a good start. And God help them for getting that shit going. I cannot believe how useless the state has been to make that happen. Since 2003? Really, guys? Well, if... 
Though I will admit. Government's slow. If what happens out of this is that they finally get rid of Coachella, I could work with that. It'll just, those people would just go somewhere else. I mean, Coachella's not exactly a hospitable place. It's still kind of like desert. I mean, just go find another patch of desert. Ugh. You're right. You're right. So, yeah, little update on uh, our ever, ever growing obsession. My ever growing obsession. I'm very obsessed with Salton Sea. Yeah, it's really gross. It's but so toxic, and, but it's so fascinating. I love it. <clears throat> well, hopefully it works out for them. Well, yeah, hopefully somebody does some shit. It sounds like they're really trying. For us, rather. I mean, the Whitewater River, that was kind of where we, we stayed in the Whitewater Canyon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were close to it. Yeah. Well, who knows? Who knows about it? It would really affect... If that thing <clears throat> becomes, like, a giant toxic, like, mess to deal with, that's really going to fuck with Palm Springs. Yeah, it is. It, I it think truly will. When it comes down to it, it's like, nobody's going to care until it becomes a big enough issue that it's going to affect people's livelihood. So... It's so frustrating, though, because it already does. But hopefully they can deal with it beforehand. Well, yeah. Well, they didn't really deal with it when it became an actual issue, and they lost all of the people who lived around the area, so they didn't pay attention then. Who knows? That was decades. I mean, they've known it's been bad for decades, so... And yet here we are. Hopefully something... I mean, it's all about allocating resources, so... It's all about funding and who gets paid from it. Yeah. So, here we go. So, you've been bitten by a leech... What's the worst that could happen? Huh. Several years ago, emergency physician Jeremy Jocelyn found himself overseeing an ultra-marathon in the backcountry of Cambodia. Sounds fucking awful. Ugh. Ultra-marathon in Cambodia? Sounds like the sweatiest... Sounds like sweaty sounds balls like and where, dysentery. Sounds like that's where sweat was born. <laughs> Once they'd finished the event, many of the athletes wanted to cool off and noticed an inviting stream nearby. Ugh. After a few minutes, the scream started, said ah! Jocelyn, who is based in SUNY Upstate Medical University in Syracuse. It was not long before people began hurrying back to camp along with the multiple leeches that had been attached to their bodies. Oh my God. The next few days were filled with, and with bandage changes and mild bleeding. Ah. Most leech encounters play out similarly. Finding one of these bloodthirsty worms on your body can be a disturbing experience. <laughs> usually not a medical emergency. It used to be a treatment. A medical treatment. True. Usually once in a while, leeches can, can cause some serious and gruesome complications. Like, I imagine like sepsis or something. Here's what can happen when one of these little suckers bites you and what you can do about it. Mm-hmm. How to find me? <coughs> that's the, that's the uh, question question uh, proposed here there are actually plenty of leech species out there that don't drink blood however those that do dine on people dwell both in la- on land and water aquatic leeches, uh, leeches are found around the world while land leeches are common in southeast asia the pacific islands and indian subcontinent and south america leeches sense their prey in a few ways they are attracted to shadows and disturbances in the water body heat, and secretions like oil and sweat. Terrestrial leeches, which have often perched in, on foliage while awaiting a meal, also respond to the carbon dioxide you inhale, says oh. Sebastian Vist, associate 
curator of invertebrates at the Royal Ontario Museum in Toronto. Anyone who that has performed fieldwork in these tropics of Southeast Asia can avest to the aggressiveness of these leeches, Kvist said in an email. They need to be able to feed on anything that crosses their path, and they are very active hunters. Leeches can't come equipped with two suckers, one of which surrounds the three-jawed mouths. One of the leeches, fast, once le a leech fast, fastens onto you, it encourages your blood to keep flowing using anticoagulants in its saliva. Weird. Some common aquatic leeches can guzzle nearly ten times their weight in blood during a single feeding, filling their bellies for a year or more. You know, I've met art directors like that. <laughs> there are a few situations that might be attached to your body because your doctor put them there. The infamous medical leech, Herudo medicalianus, was once popular tool for bloodletting. Europeans were so enamored with the use of these medical leeches in the 17th and 18th century, they were they were depleted they depleted the supply. <laughs> Jocelyn and his colleagues wrote uh, ba -ba 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 -ba, something ab 30275 that must have been a uh, coding error or something. October 10th in the journal Wilderness and Environmental Medicine. In a, par in a paper of the history and perils of leech attachment. Today, there are very few illnesses of which bloodletting is considered a good treatment. However, leeches have a name for themselves in reconstructive surgery by improving blood flow in damaged veins. Hmm. How dangerous are leeches? That depends on how many leeches are feasting on you, where they are located, and how much you piss them off. Leeches typically feed for about 20 to 30 minutes before dropping off your body. <laughs> Bleeding from a... I like that. Just like pops off. And then it's over you. Bleeding from a, leech, from a leech bite lasts 10 hours on average, but sometimes continues for days. It can range anywhere from inconvenient to all the way medically severe. In most cases, if you're healthy and get a single leech bite, you'll probably have just have some bleed. But if you're beset by many leeches at once... They con the consequences can be more serious. I mean, a turkey once showed up in an emergency room with anemia and excessive bleeding from 130 leech bites. The anticoagulants in the leech's saliva have impaired his blood's ability to clot and can be life-threatening. Leeches can also spread disease. Leeches don't have an immune system that sterilizes their gut contents we, like we do. Justin ah, says. That makes sense. So if a leech bacteria in the in its has a bacteria in its gut, it attaches to you so there's any regurgitation of blood from the gut to your wound, it can transmit infection. Yummy. Oof. A leech might puke up a germ filled blood if you try to remove it or squeeze burn by squeezing it, burning, or violent means. So it's it's best not to fuck with that shit. Like just go to a doctor. Yeah, I mean let them ooh, let them treat it. I know burning is like a popular thing, but that could just mean you kill the leech and it excretes diseased blood into your body. Uh. Medical leeches may pass on ailments like syphilis and, and bacteria some kind of bacterial infection on the skin. I don't know how to say it. If you get if you if you get wild caught leeches, you don't know how other what other animals or humans that leech is attached. In the past, they may have picked up some bacteria, virus, or parasites from. Scientists have found HIV and hepatitis B viruses in leeches in Africa. Oh, my God. It wasn't as confirmed as transmission, 
But if they have these viruses in their gut, then it stands to reason they could be transmitted somehow, Jocelyn says. And these bloodsuckers have another nefarious habit. Most of all, leeches have fastened onto your exposed skin, but occasionally a leech will pass through one of the body's orifices and attached internally. Fucking what? nightmare. What? It ends Leech- up inside you? Leeches have made their way into people's eyes, ears, noses, throat, uterus, it's like the bladders, strain. Rectum, vaginas, and even stomachs. <coughs> and according to this, this is no accident. When a leech does invade a person's body, it belongs to the pro... Oh, God, no. Proud... You having a tough Delide time? Delidae family. 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 Don't family. like that. Proud. Proud. I don't want it in my butt. Yeah, you could have a leech on your elbow and you're like, oh, that's kind of cute. And it's been in someone's ass. <laughs> Drinking their ass blood. Ew. These leeches are known for feeding through mucous membranes. In other words, they want to be inside you. <laughs> I was totally chill about leeches until I've heard all of this. The rest of the skin is much more unappealing to them, this says, although they probably would feed on your leg if it were starved. A leech can stay in your body for days or weeks. There are a few clues that a leech might even be inside you, depending on where it's ended up. Unusual bleeding from an orifice's question is one. Leeches can also cause fever, vomiting, urination, and all the other fun things. A sensation of foreign body movement. Jocelyn <gasps> and his team write, oh my God. If the leech is nestled in your throat, it can cause difficulty breathing, hoarseness, or voice changes. Do not listen to this podcast if you are stoned right now, because if, you will develop symptoms. If you get a leech in your body cavity or on your eyeball or something like that, even one leech can cause pretty big problems. You think... Get it off. If you find a leech attached to your body, you should check to make sure there are no others. You'll want to remove the leech gently to avoid regurgitation. Jocelyn recommends using your fingernail or the edge of a knife or a credit card to get under the mouthpiece and break the suction. Oh, boy. If you can't reach the leech, I love that. If you can't reach the leech because it's in your mouth or esophagus, try gargling with salt water. Salt water is able to sufficiently irritate the leech so it can cause to remove itself without being so noxious as to cause regurgitation Jocelyn says then wash the area with soap and water and bandage it you probably won't need to take antibiotics to prevent it well, I would fucking go tell somebody you swallowed a leech you? You may have antibiotics. if you might have syphilis you should definitely Go to a doctor. Assume, assume it's given you everything and you need to go to a doctor right away. You need to embrace that hypochondriac in you because you definitely have something. You just don't know what yet. In very rare cases, though, leech bites can be lethal. A person fa- could bleed to death if they sustained a massive number of leech bites or die from blood infection, Jocelyn says. Ugh. In 1799, soldiers in Napoleon's army accidentally drank water with leeches in it on their march across Egypt. Some of the men suffocated to death as the bloated leeches blocked their airways. Ah! How can I keep leeches from biting me? Uh, stay the fuck away from where they are. How about don't go to the Amazon? Don't go to the jungle. D- step don't one. go to the jungle. Step one, don't go to the jungle. Step two, no need. You already did step one. Watch, watch Travel Channel, man. People get paid lots of money to go film it. You can see all the cool monkeys. Watch Planet Earth. And you don't have to risk syphilis. You don't have to go there. There's, a, there's a, not a lot you can do f- to keep leeches at bay, especially if those that live on land. 
they get into your clothing easily and, can and, and it's difficult to fully keep them from attaching to your skin, Kvist says. If you're traveling off over leech-infested terrain, you can try wearing tucked-in clothing. There's even some evidence mm. that insect repellents containing the ingredients DEET or DEPA can discourage leeches. Ugh. Yeah, sneeze. <coughs> oh. Sorry. Wow. Unfortunately, some of these are the most tempting spots to swim. Oh my god, there's so many ants. Stop looking at them. <laughs> Unfortunately, some of the most tempting spots to swim and explore outdoors are also prime leech habitat. That doesn't mean you should never set food in a pond again. What? That doesn't mean you should never set food in a pond again. What? Oh, like if you put your beer in a bag and then hang it off your boat? Is that what they're talking yeah, about? Yeah, I guess. I always thought that habit was really gross. Yeah, I always did too. Put your shit in a fucking cooler, man. Yeah, it's Having kinda... an understanding on how to remove them, what to watch out for, and how to treat it when it does happen is even better than simply trying to avoid the places where leeches live, Jocelyn says. Oh, boy. So here you go, baby. You haven't thought about leeches in a while, I bet. Oh, God, look at it. I had a leech it on me once. It just looks like a big, bloated fucking... Maybe that's how you got... Uh... <laughs> oh! <laughs> how I got what? Nothing. Pat, how I got what? Nothing. That's right. Um, yeah, wow. If you weren't scared before, you are now. I'm terrified to do anything. <laughs> I refuse to go anywhere or do any kind of activity or of any... You know what I mean? Like, I'm fucking... I need to stay my ass at home. I am too... I am too city. I am too white. I am too much of a girl to be putting my ass in any of those situations. I will die. I will be the first one to die. Oh, I know. It's just like what uh, Camille Nanjiani says in that stand-up in that new movie. He's like, I'm not... I'm guy one. Like, I go out... I, my plot is... The cat is missing from the lab. Yeah, exactly. And that's where and, the movie ends. And that's for me. That's when my story ends. That's me. That's my storyline. Well, anyways, that's horrifying. Yeah. Um, glad to have that fear now, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this bitch on a little bit of a positive. Cool. Uh, I thought maybe I'd start just giving everybody what they really get to the people what they want. A little uh, horoscope info. I know you hate it. I have to pee. Sorry. Go pee. I don't need you. Right. Who, who fucking needs you? I'll be back. Who needs you? I just gotta pee. Oh, you can cut that up. This article comes from astrology.com. Capricorn season is in full force, and with five planets occupying the Saturn-ruled sign, things might be getting serious in the career department. While there's more to life than work, you may easily forget to tend to the more subtle aspects of your life during this time period. The moon is in Sagittarius, highlighting a vivacious search for truth, fun, and maybe a little danger. The moon in Sagittarius doesn't like to plan things out, preferring the untrodden path, or possibly even blazing an entirely new trail. But with the sun, Mercury, Venus, Saturn, and Pluto all dwelling in earthly Capricorn at one point or another today, uh, the spirits of the Gregarious Sagittarius moon are dampened with a heavy dose of structure and inflexibility. Capricorn is a sign of hard work and achievement of goals, but there can be a price. Emotions and relationships can suffer when Capricorn reigns supreme. Consider this song of the movement that I'm not going to play or talk about because I don't fucking care. Capricorn is a... I'm back. There you go. I thought that would be easier. 
Capricorn is a rigid place for loving Venus to be stationed, and the bittersweet twinkling piano of focus feels like a bittersweet warning. Bittersweet twinkling, that's another name for peeing. I think it's trying to reference a song that it wants me to talk about, but I don't care. Tend your relationships or suffer the consequences. Easy does it. This last week has been filled with can cantankerous celestial hijinks orchestrated by unsavory alignments connecting to the Sun, Venus, Uranus, and Pluto. Everything's connected to my Uranus. Venus seems to be relish seems to relish its chance to join the ranks of cosmic mischief makers as it forms a frictional 45 degree link with Neptune and parallels Pluto. While auspicious vibrations surround a supportive 60 degree rapport between Jupiter and Scorpio and Pluto and Capricorn, as well as an inspirational 72 degree tie linking peace and harmony, advocate advocate Juno and Uranus, the dark of the moon monthly phase becomes prominent since the ne next moon phase happens tomorrow. Okay. The dark lunar or balsamatic phase uh, every month is somewhat akin to a long void moon cycle, telling human souls to finish projects that have been near completion during the past four weeks. So if you started it, get her done, this is the time for work. Your relationships may suffer, but... Do your best to focus on what's really important, and it's very rarely ever work. That's interesting. I do need to focus on work this week, very much so. I do too. So, there you go. It's an invitation to do so. <clears throat> well, that's it. That's that's a so we're back at it again. I know we usually seems like we we don't make promises or we make a lot of promises. What are you talking about? I mean, we try. So we just don't always. The reason through. we didn't, but I'm gonna say the reason we didn't. Obviously, we were out of town the week before. The week before that, I was sick. Oh God, we were really didn't sick. Didn't want to do that. So the reason we're, it's been maybe a minute since we've done the show is because of you know. I mean, life. listen, we're never gonna get paid. We're never gonna ask for money. We're never gonna. This is never gonna be more than just something we just enjoy doing. So, yeah, so if, if you, you time, enjoy it if you too, enjoy it, then just hang tight. It will be back. Yeah. It, we'll be back soon. So. Keep a lid on it. Keep a lid on it? I don't know. Jesus. Keep uh, a lid on it, asshole. Maybe. We'll <laughs> That's the new 2018 sign-off. Keep a lid on it, asshole. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks, thanks, guys. Follow me on uh, Instagram at Batstains. Follow Cane Train Podcast I, uh, on Instagram at Cane Train Podcast. Don't even bother following us on Twitter. I'm never going to post anything on give Twitter. Me, give me never post. I'd post the new episode when a new episode goes up, so if you want to see that. That's true. That's very true. But since uh, I accidentally posted something political uh, on, on CNN the other day using the Cane Train you didn't Twitter. You didn't delete it. I didn't delete it, so I guess I talk about politics now. Whoops. Sorry. And follow us. Well, you just did it one time. It's not like a new thing. We'll see how many times it happens. And follow me, Gibby Kane, on everything across the board, uh, especially if you want to see some slutty selfies. I'm just kidding, but am I? Um, and I guess uh, that's all she wrote. Yep. Email us. If you if you if you're nasty, you'll find it. If you're nasty, I'm gonna they challenge won't. you. They find won't it. fucking do it. Fucking go to the website and find the email. Don't waste your you. breath. I'm not gonna fucking tell you anymore, jerk. Don't waste your breath. They don't fucking do it. They hate you. All right. Well, uh... That's it.